Greetings and welcome back to another ongoing series of Shirman Daf Yomi. My name is Yitzchak at Shalom. We're now in Masachet Yivamot Daf Nun uh, Gimel Amud Bet, about to start our study of the sixth parak of uh, Yivamot, Haba'al Yivimto. Uh, just to point out that in this and some of the subsequent Shirim, there will be some sensitive uh, issues. Uh, we will deal with them as delicately as possible. Um, and uh, along the way, I'll give a few shorthands. Whether a man has relations with his Yivama, Bishogeg or Bemezid, and Raz Rashi points out, Shogeg means that he intends to have relations, thinks he's with his wife, turns out it's Yivama. Mezid means that he knows it's the Yivama, but he's intending it for lust and not for the mitzvah. Ben Ba'ones Ben Baratzon. We'll talk about what Ones could mean here. Afilu hu shogeg v'mezida hu mezid v'mishogeget hu anus v'hilo anusahi anusav v'lo anus. So even if only one of them has this faulty intent or awareness, echad em yarev echad gomer. Whether they have hara, which for right now we will call just the beginning of penetration, echad gomer, which would be complete. Kana, it's the lokinyan v'lochelik ben ben biyal biya. We don't distinguish between the different kinds of biya. The same way, if someone has relations with one of the forbidden relations, opsulot, or somebody who is not allowed to have relations with, which has the impact of making the woman psulah, our famous list of four, we do not distinguish between one kind of bi'ah and the other. We'll see later on what that phrase means. Okay, what's my afilu? Why does the Mishnah start out with afilu? So lombay kamar. The answer is that our Mishnah is starting from the more obvious. Lombay who shogeg v'ikamachavn the mitzvah. You know, who mezid v'ikamachavn the mitzvah. So certainly in a case where his awareness or intent is wrong, but she has the right intent, then certainly it's good. Al afilu who shogeg v'mezidah. But even in a case where they both have the wrong intent, he is not aware of who she is, and she intends uh, something other than the ideal altruistic purpose of Yibum. It's nonetheless the Kinyan is valid. Okay, Tanar Bichia. Rabbi Chia added on to our Mishnah, not only he shogegim mezidah, etc., even if they're on the same track, as it were, or shnehem anusim, both of them are forced, and that's going to be the difficult one. Now, anus temaniti nechidami. What is anus in our Mishnah when it's just one of them being anus? So her being anus is easy, he takes her by force. But what about him? That some outsiders, non-Jews, let's say, forced him to have relations with her. There is no claim of onus when it comes to relations from a man's perspective. A man is incapable of performing without having some intent or will. It must be that the guy's asleep. All right, and in his sleep something happened, and uh, and uh, they they uh, they his she came on him, or they forced him on her. But that won't work. We're going to revisit this one, but he says if somebody's sleeping, there's no kinyan. It must be that famous bizarre case of nitka when uh, the guy through some sort of an accident ended up. Uh, connected, as it were, physically to his Yivamat. Let's say Nitka happened by him falling off the roof. He has to pay for all the payments for battery. But not, it's not a Kinyan. So that can't be what we're talking about. That's not the onus. 
I'm going to come in the Ishto. The idea was he was with his wife and he was ready to have relations with her. Therefore, he was in a physical state to be able to have relations. Utkafto, Yivimto, and the Yivama grabbed him, Uvaleha, and brought him on her. So he was forced, as it were. Now, Shneem Anusim, Echidan, but how do you have Shneem Anusim? The scenario we just had, the Yivama was quite uh, willing and, uh, and manipulative. So how do you have Shneem Anusim? On his part, it was just what we just said, uh, that he intended to be with his wife, and then things switched. And then other people came, let's say non-Jews, and took and shoved them together so that she was forced, and he was forced vis-a-vis her. How do we know that this whole wide range of biot are all valid? We have the following brighter. Yavama, Yavala, the Pasuk says, the Yavam should have relations with their mitzvah. Okay, there's a mitzvah to have relations. We have another limud from Yavama, Yavala, that any kind of be is valid, as we saw. Ava picked in the mitzvah, but you already used Yavama, Yavala, to say that it's a mitzvah. So the mitzvah, if im lo yachpotza ish nafka, we already got that from im lo yachpotza ish. Meaning, hachafetz yabem. If he wants to have, he should. So that's the mitzvah. So Yivamai Avoala is there to tell us the range of biot. We have a parallel bright, a tanyidach. Yivamai Avoala kiddarkat. Right? That means normal relations. Ulekacha shalokidarkat. Ulekacha indicates that even biyash shalokidarkat is also going to be valid. Um... It says So the v'yibem point point is to say that unlike a regular marriage, the only thing that will seal this relationship is going to be the bia. <coughs> uh, what's the extra hate? The end. Baal korcha against her will. This is the davar You already used to say kedarka. That you get from the purpose of Yibum is to keep his brother's name alive. Which means it has to be the sort of intercourse that could do that, which is all, all which is only Kedarka. Alright, and the Pasuk, if we have all that, like we saw earlier, is there for the range of Biot. Okay, Gufa, so we saw Ryuta earlier said, he was quoted earlier, saying that if somebody's asleep and has Bia with his Yivama, it's no good. He has to have at least intent for Bia of some sort. We have a Brita that says whether he's asleep or awake, it's valid. Uh, awake or asleep. Read it not as he being awake or asleep or she being awake or asleep. But it's a bright uh, that's more explicit and says either either one of them can be awake or asleep. It must be a case of where he is dozing off where, and and there he's awake enough for this to count. What's a good example of name? Very famous piece of Ravashi. Awake but not awake. Asleep but not asleep. Awake but not awake. If they summon you, you could answer. But if you, they ask you something complex, you can't answer. And they remind you of the answer you are reminded. So we go back to revisit Rabba's ruling, which is that if you uh, fell off the roof and right into the Yivama, then you have to pay the four things, but Yivim Tolo cannot. 
But what are the four things you have to pay? Nezek, Tsar, Shabbat, Ripui. But notice, Boshet lo mechayev. You're not chayav, the fifth payment, which is for shame. There are mar, ain't chayav ala Boshet al shitkavein. The, there's a rule in Bovakama that you only have to pay that fifth payment. All the others you could pay even if they think happened by accident. But here, only if you intended to damage somebody, hurt somebody, then you'd also pay for Boshet. Let's say, a very bizarre case, that a man intended to put his member into a hole in the wall, and as you've allowed, it turned out to be there. Lo kanat. That's not a valid kinyan. If he intended to enter into an animal, and his imam was there, then kanat. Why? Because his intent was to have a form of bia, even though it's uh, disgusting and prohibited, etc. Nonetheless, it is bia, and therefore, it is valid as a kinyan biyavamah. So we'll pause at this point. We'll pick it up with the investigation to the nature of he'ara and what that all means. Uh, in the meantime, we should have a wonderful day.